everybody, and welcome to Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and this is the beginning of Season 12 of South Park. And this is a very interesting time, uh, not only in South Park, but also in U.S. history, because by the end of this season... We will have a brand new president of the United States, but when we get to that episode, you know, you, you, the listeners, and myself, we'll talk about it when we get to it. But uh, today, gonna be talking about, and and this is one of the rare times that South Park ever does this, and and, and this is the honest truth. This is one of the rare times that I can think of that South Park kind of goes back to the same topic twice, which is AIDS. Because, if you remember, back all the way in Season 6, when I had Fro with me, we reviewed the Season 6 premiere, Jared Has AIDS, which you guys can check out in the archive of this podcast. And if you... Don't remember the episode. Basically, by the end of the episode, we are told that you can make an AIDS joke and it is funny. Won't offend people. That was back in 2002. Move six years later, and we are going back to AIDS for the second time with this week's episode, Tonsil Trouble. So let's see where Season 12 begins, how it takes us there. So let's dive into this week's episode, Tonsil Trouble. The episode originally aired on March 12, 2008 and was written and directed by Trey Parker. Now before I dive into the episode, I do want to mention that we have a new version of the South Park opening. Because in the past several seasons, we've had them kind of be animated and put together. And they've got a little bit of a country, you know, twang into the song. Well, here it's a rock version. And you see, you know, Stan and Kyle. And you see Carmen. And you see Kenny in the intro. And they use all these different scenes from the first 11 seasons of South Park. Which is kind of a cool intro. And if I am not mistaken, the song that is used to start off season 12, the the, the new theme, is the one that they still use to this day. So, that theme has lasted the longest. So, we begin this episode in Cartman's bedroom because, well, he's not feeling good. So the doctor is there and tells Mrs. Cartman that Eric has to have his tonsils taken out. So he basically has to have, uh, I I believe it's called a tonsillectomy. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So, you know, Cartman is at first, oh, tonsillectomy. Okay, I was close. So, Carmen at first is a little bit hesitant because, you know, he doesn't really like going to the hospital. But the doctor tells him that if he goes, brave, special brave boys 
they get free ice cream. And Carmen's like, free ice cream? Uh-huh, but only for big boys. And Carmen's like, okay, I'll go. We'll do it. And this is one of the, the themes of this episode that I actually like, is how when we get the breakaway scenes, you know, instead of the bow, bow, wow, wow, you basically have this, like, late 80s, early 90s family sitcom kind of music, which is kind of funny in its own way. And it goes through that for the entire episode. So... We get to the hospital, and Cartman wakes up from the tonsil uh, tonsillectomy, and, you know, he says that he feels fine, he didn't feel anything, his mom is right there, and he's ready for his free ice cream. When, all of a sudden, the doctor shows up and tells him some bad news. The bad news is, when they used donor blood the blood that they used was from someone who is HIV positive. So because of this, Cartman now has HIV. And Cartman is pissed. And I love the doctor. He's like, well, you know, this is a one in a billion fluke. Um, yeah, you think? And, you know, Cartman is pissed. His mom's crying because Eric has HIV. And... The doctor's like, well, I'm I'm sorry. And Carmen's like, you're sorry? You're sorry? You gave me HIV. And then, to make this scene even better, the doctor's like, here, how about you have some ice cream? And Carmen just flips and he's like, F the ice cream! You gave me HIV! Yo, so now, we go to the school... And we have Principal Victoria there, Mr. Mackey, uh, Mrs. Garrison is there, and the parents, some of the parents. So they call in Stan, Kyle, Kenny, and Butters. And Stan's first reply is, are we in trouble again? So they, so Principal Victoria explains to the boys that one of their friends has... HIV and it's Cartman and Stan's reaction is just what and or Butters is like oh no so Principal Victoria goes through the whole motion of well you know you can still hug him you can still kiss him you can't get HIV from him from doing that but you gotta show support for your friend and then Kyle is like Eric Cartman has HIV? Yes. So they bring in Eric, and Eric Cartman looks like Tom Hanks from the movie Philadelphia. Um, that movie, for those that have never seen it, and I've actually never seen it, but I have heard of it, is a story based on, and this is actually a true, I, I believe this is a true story. Um, it's about a lawyer who gets fired from his law firm because he has HIV. And because of that, he takes the law firm to court. And this stars Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington. And this had a $26 million budget and grossed 
206.7 million dollars at the box office and because of that role and because of that performance Tom Hanks wins his first of two consecutive Academy Awards for best actor that year and that year is actually kind of a big year because the movie or, or the actor that he beat out uh, famously among others is Liam Neeson, who w played Oscar Schindler in Schindler's List. I actually have the list right here in front of me. The other actors that were nominated that year were Daniel Day-Lewis for In the Name of the Father, Lawrence Fishburne for What's Love Got to Do With It, and Anthony Hopkins for The Remains of the Day. So this is a big win for Tom Hanks, who had been nominated before for uh, his role in Big, which is a good movie if you guys have never seen it. And Tom Hanks wins his first Academy Award for Best Actor. And then, like I said, he would go on the following year to win his second Oscar as Forrest Gump. So Cartman, so back to the episode, Cartman, you know, has the look. And Butters goes over and he's like, Oh, you're a special little guy. I'm going to be right by you. And then Kyle's like, Eric Cartman has HIV? I'm like, yes. Eric Cartman has HIV. Yes. So, after being excused, he goes out of the room and he starts laughing. Because, let's be honest, folks. This is kind of something that could happen to bad people. Um, and... To, for something to happen like this to Eric Cartman, who has, among other things, fed dead parents to a kid he didn't like, tried to restart the Nazi regime, uh, kind of had a relationship with Ben Affleck, although that was his hand, um, among many other things. Yeah, it's kind of like Cartman kind of deserves this. But it but this episode only gets better. So, at the airport Hilton, there is an AIDS benefit for Eric Cartman and Elton John is supposed to be at this event. Well, they have the, you know, they have the room, their table set up, and besides Eric and his mom, there's about four other people there, including Butters and Timmy. So the announcer's like, Oh, thanks for coming, everyone. You know, we've raised over $17 to help young white age. And while this is going on, Mrs. Carmen talks to the waitress, and she's like, Why aren't there so many people? You know, why aren't there enough people here? And she's like, Well, you know... AIDS is kind of a late 80s, 90s kind of thing. The, the current thing right now is cancer. So, at this point, Eric is upset because there's not a lot of people here and probably not too happy about the fact that there's only $17 raised to help him. So, now comes the big entertainment. It's going to be Elton John, right? You know, we've had Elton John on before, made fun of him, he even made a guest appearance. No, he's doing a cancer benefit. Instead, we have Jimmy Buffett! <laughs> and 
cut off this part. I, I I can't play the video because I'm afraid if I do, I don't know if Jimmy Buffett's gonna find out and you know something's gonna happen. But so they have Jimmy Buffett and he does a couple songs. He's like, AIDS Burger in Paradise, wasted away, running away, yo. And then he and he sings another song and he's like, How's everybody doing tonight? F you, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay I, I do have to talk about Jimmy Buffett real quick because if I don't talk about him um my god it, it'll be kind of a crime so anyway Jimmy Buffett born on Christmas Day 1946 is a singer songwriter musician author actor and businessman no he is not in this episode he is best known for his music, which often portrays an island escapism lifestyle. Together with his Coral Reefer band, Buffett has recorded hit songs including, we all know this one, Margaritaville, which, and the RIAA, that's the Recording Industry Association of America's list, of the songs of the century, it ranked number 234. 234. Uh, anyone that's just curious, anyone that's curious, the number one song of the century was Over the Rainbow with uh, Judy Garland from The Wizard of Oz. So, Jimmy Buffett, he, he has so many songs besides Margaritaville, uh, Come Monday, Fins, Cheeseburger in Paradise, and then he had the song um, with, oh my god, I, uh, Toby Keith many years ago and I mean Jimmy Buffett is a legend he's been going for so many years um let me see if I can find yeah there we go his singles um he does not have a number one hit song like in the top two, you know in the top hundred the biggest hit was Margaritaville which ended up at number eight uh but my favorite Jimmy Buffett song is Fins. I love that song. You know, Fins to the left, Fins to the right. So yeah, that's my favorite Jimmy Buffett song, is Fins. I, I really like that song. But, you know, Jimmy Buffett still going strong. Oh, it's Alan. Is it Alan Jackson? It's Alan. No, it's Toby Keith. That's right. Oh my gosh. He's done so much work. It's amazing. But, yeah, Jimmy Buffett is still going on. Margaritaville's gonna last forever. I really don't see him and his family not being poor, you know, anytime soon. Um, but yeah, Jimmy Buffett still going on, still going strong today. He even released two albums in 2020. So, you know, if you were at home during the pandemic, you could have listened to Life on the Flip Side and Songs You Don't Know by Heart. That's an actual name of an album. Songs you don't know by heart. Unbelievable. So, after the failure that was the benefit event for Cartman, he goes over to the bus stop the next day and he asks the guys, why weren't you there? While Stan is honest, he forgot. And, you know, Kyle is still laughing about it. And he just, you know laughs and leaves and stands like look he really does feel bad for you don't let this fool you and Carmen is so upset he's like 
someone has to show Kyle a lesson. Someone's just going to show him a lesson. So that night, Butters and Cartman are in the back of Kyle's house. And Cartman and Kyle, they kind of have, you know, the black makeup on to try to, you know, not be seen. And the plan is for Cartman to go up the rope. And Butters is like, are you sure this is going to work? And Cartman is like, I'm not just sure. I'm HIV positive. Oh, gosh. So, somehow, Cartman is able to make it to Kyle's room. So, Butters must be freaking strong. So, Cartman is talking or whispering while Kyle's sleeping. He's like, so, you think having HIV is funny? And then Cartman does... I would put this in the top five of the worst things Cartman has ever done. He takes blood. Like, he, he gets the blood out from his system. Puts it in Kyle's mouth. And then, a couple days later, you know, Kyle is at the doctor's office. His mom is there. And the doctor comes in. It's a completely different doctor. And Mrs. Broflovsky's like, so, does he have strep? And the doctor's like, no. Um, and then he asks a question. Have you, you know, shared any needles? Have you had, you know, anal sex as of late? And Kyle's like, no, why would I do that? And then the doctor tells them that Kyle has HIV. And the doctor explains that he has run through every single test possible. And this is the solution. This is the only answer they have. Kyle has HIV. And Kyle, after a few moments, realizes Cartman did this. So Kyle leaves the doctor's office, gets to the school. They're outside. He sees Cartman. And, you know, it's like, you... You gave me HIV! And it's, you know, a little thing of words and Kyle and Carmen fight and Kyle is beating up on Carmen until Mr. Mackey, you know, has to break it up. And they go to the principal's office. So, you know, they have this discussion and it's like, Cartman, did you give Kyle HIV? Cartman? And Carmen's like, kind of. And it's like, giving, it, giving someone HIV is bad and good. So then, Cartman has to apologize to Kyle for giving him HIV. That's all he has to do. Apologize for giving him HIV. And then, they like, Kyle... You should apologize to Cartman for, you know, making, making, or snitching on him. And he's like, what? He, he gave me HIV. And Mr. Mackey's like, Tadlin's bad and good. Tadlin's bad. So after it's over, Cartman's like, okay, well, we're good. You know, we can, we can sweep it under the rug, you know, back to being good pals, right? Right? And Kyle turns around 
And he's like, I'm going to break every single thing you own. So he goes to Cartman's house. Cartman is chasing him. He gets into the room. He breaks some of his toys. He tears down a poster of Mel Gibson, which is Braveheart Mel Gibson, not Passion of the Christ Mel Gibson. Then he goes over and he grabs Clyde Frog and he tears Clyde Frog's head off. And then he grabs Cartman's Xbox and he's like, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. And, you know, he's like, you better give me a reason why I can't break your Xbox. And Cartman is saying how I can find a cure for AIDS. And he brings up Magic Johnson. And I'll talk about Magic Johnson in a little bit. So he says, like, if I can find a cure for HIV and we get it, we'll, we'll be good. And Kyle's like, okay, but for now your Xbox is safe. Now at this point, I, I do believe it's an Xbox 360. I'm not going to dive into it today, so maybe, maybe another episode down the line. I, I don't know. So they go to the Denver airport where they try to get two tickets to go to L.A., and we have this whole thing of, well, you know, we give free tickets to those who have cancer. I don't know about, you know, giving free tickets to people who have HIV and AIDS. And, you know, Carmen is just really upset. He's like, look, I want to see Magic Johnson. I'm not sure, but I'm HIV positive. So eventually, Kyle and Carmen have to lie their way onto a flight to say that they have cancer. So the stewardess asks Carmen, what kind of cancer do you have? And he's like, all-around cancer. And they have this talk about how, you know, cancer's the big thing right now. And, you know, it's like, well, it's not as bad as having AIDS. And then the stewardess is like, well, I'd rather have AIDS than have cancer. Huh? Like, that's like the... <laughs> that's like the most stupidest thing you could say. Like, I wouldn't want either one, you know. But So, now we get to L.A., and now we get to see Magic Johnson's house. And we're going to talk about Magic Johnson right now. So, Irvin Magic Johnson is one of the greatest basketball players that ever lived. Played college basketball at Michigan State. Led Michigan State to their first NCAA basketball championship in 1979. After his senior year, he goes to the NBA, and he is the very first pick of the 1979 NBA draft, where he is selected by the Los Angeles Lakers. So from 1979 until 1991, Magic Johnson is one of the big stars of the NBA at this time. He and Larry Bird have this legendary rivalry and these games with the Lakers and the Celtics that really get the NBA back going. And this is a few years before Michael Jordan gets to be a factor. And then, you know, the three of them together, it's like, oh my gosh, it's amazing how, you know, <laughs> what the three of them did. So, Magic Johnson, in his time with the Lakers, was a five-time champion with the Lakers. 
three-time Finals MVP, three-time NBA MVP, a 12-time All-Star, and a two-time All-Star Game MVP. Then, just before the 1991-92 season begins, Magic Johnson announces that he has tested positive for HIV. And he retires. He has to retire from basketball because of this. But, you know, and, and, and you got you to gotta remember, especially for our younger viewers, our, our younger listeners, in 1991, it is not certain that you are going to live, you know, a long life. It's like if you have HIV and then get into AIDS, you know, it's almost like there's a chance that you're going to die. So it's like, oh my gosh, you know, Magic Johnson, he's going to he's going to pass away. He's going to, you know, he's going to die soon. Well, he eventually is allowed to play in the 1992 NBA All-Star game, which is where he got his second MVP award. And then later that summer is a part of the original dream team for the 1992 Summer Olympics where he and Jordan and, you know, Larry Bird, there's like a million people I can name off that team, um, they win the gold medal. And then, in 1994, he makes this immaculate return for a little bit, and then, or actually he comes back as a coach, but in 96 is when he makes the return, and then... In 1999 into 2000, he plays, you know, foreign basketball until he retires for good in 2000. Since then, you know, Magic Johnson has become one of the biggest businessmen in the United States of America. You know, he, you know, currently helps with the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Lakers, the Los Angeles Sparks of the WNBA, um... He's got movie theaters everywhere. And, you know, Magic Johnson, you know, the whole HIV battle never changed him. Still the same guy that he was and still an unbelievable, you know, human being. And I think if, if you really want to talk about Magic Johnson and his whole life, his whole career, the most ironic thing is that in, I want to say it was like 2000, during the 2000s, he gets inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame with Larry Bird. They go in the same class. That's how amazing Bird and Johnson are. And they're like BFFs. They're the original BFFs before you even had BFFs. So, now we're back to the episode, and Magic's butler tells him that there are a couple of brave friends that came across the country to talk to him about HIV. So, Cartman and Kyle are there, and we get this joke, oh my god, this running joke of, you know, Cartman's like, I'm not sure, but I'm HIV positive. And then Kyle is like, will you stop with the joke? It is not funny! Nothing is funny about having HIV. And Carmen is like, 
well, you know, you don't want to be HIV negative right now. You want to be HIV positive. And Kyle just slaps him across the face. So Magic is like, well, why don't I show you around the house and maybe you guys can figure out something that, you know, might help because I've never figured, you know, my body is just different. I've never really figured out how I've been able to fight off HIV. And and remember, you know, when I talked about Magic Johnson, this was November of 91. This year's the 30th anniversary of that announcement. So he has lived 30 years past that announcement. So they look around at different places, the kitchen, the gym, the bathroom, and then they look at Magic's bedroom. And... Magic Johnson's bedroom is, is is very unique. Why is it unique? Because there's money there. Tons and tons of money. And the reason why there's all this money out there is because Magic Johnson doesn't trust the banks. So he sleeps with money with his money every night. Okay, so because of that, they take, you know, some money to the AIDS research lab. And they, you know, like they're, a couple scientists are looking at it and it's like, look, look at, look at, look at the HIV. It's attacking the white blood cells. But when you put money near it, it leaves. So... Then they're thinking about, well, do we want to take the risk? Do we not want to take the risk? You know, you got to get the FDA's approval. You got to get this approval. You got to get that approval. And Cartman's like, look, we have no other choice. We have to do this. You know, if we're going to find the cure for HIV, Kyle's going to be the one to do it. So they take money. And it's tons of money. And I'll reveal how much money it is in a moment. And they shred all this money. I mean, it's a lot of money. I'll tell you, like I said, I'll tell you how much it is in a minute. So they shred the money. They get it into a liquid form. They inject the money into Kyle. And then they take a look at the white blood cells. And now the money is covering the HIV. So... In a way, they have found the cure for HIV. The cure is $180,000. So you got to put... So you basically have to shred $180,000 in cash, inject yourself, and that's going to get rid of HIV. So it's like, call the news, call the press, we found the cure for HIV. And then there's one part it's so wrong, but it's kind of funny. You see this poor village in Nigeria, and there are all these poor people. And here comes this guy driving in his car, and he's like, They found the cure for HIV! You have to have money! And he leaves, and the villagers are just looking around. So, now, we have this big award, this big banquet, of, you know, Kyle and the cure for HIV and 
it's like these two special friends and Kyle's like no no we never were friends and the guy's like these two brave lovers have found the cure for HIV so now to celebrate Jimmy Buffett <laughs> so we get Jimmy Buffett again and this time he sings Cure Burger in Paradise and probably Cure Ritaville so Carmen's like well I guess it's all over we don't have to worry about this anymore and Kyle's like I'm still gonna break your Xbox and that is the end of Tonsil Trouble oh my goodness what an episode what a way to begin season 12 of South Park um it's one of those weird things that they took a serious you know a serious situation like HIV and AIDS and can make it into a funny funny 24 minutes and while I don't think it's better than the season premiere of you know the season 8 which I still think is the best of all time this is really good this is really really funny some great stuff it's like Cartman finally gets his comeuppance but he can't have it if Kyle's not going to get it, and it's just craziness. I'm giving this a 10 right off the bat. I am giving our Season 12 premiere a 10. That is how you start off a season. A uh, couple of uh, receptions, and I'm going to mention a, a, a note here in a moment. Of the on its initial broadcast, the season premiere was watched by 3.07 million viewers in the United States. That's a good, good number. The episode received generally mixed reviews, with the consensus consensus being that the episode runs out of steam. IGN gave the episode a 7.2 out of 10, stating, "It's a bit like South Park by the numbers." as opposed to being truly inspired and insightful as the show's best episodes tend to be. TV Squad gave this a mixed review also, saying that overall a good show with some great one-liners. Sadly, it also had a weak ending. TVaholic.com gave the episode a very positive review, praising the episode's message about AIDS. Um, this episode is in the two-disc DVD collection, The Cult of Cartman. And, uh, let me see. There's, yeah, that's that's it. Okay, so now we're going to go to IMDb and see what they thought of this season 8 premiere of South Park. Or not season 8, season 12, I'm sorry. Over 2,300 people have given this episode a rating, and the average rating is an 8 out of 10. 373 people gave it a 10, 396 people gave it a 9, 751 people gave it an 8. That's the majority here in this one. I, like I said, I'm giving it a 10. 40 people gave it a 1. To break it down into demographics, over 1,600 males Average rating is a 7.9. 
with its highest demographic being under 18. The average rating is an 8.2. And females like this one a little bit more than the males. 127 females ranked as the average rating an 8.3. The highest demographic, 45 and over, with an average rating of 8.6. Uh, gonna read some reviews about this episode and... I think we're going to start with some of the episode or some of the reviews that came in after this episode aired. So this first one is from King M Freak who wrote All of the advertisements for the newest season opener promised that tonight's episode would change everything. And did it? Not really. At the end of the day, Carmen and Kyle are still fine. The show didn't significantly change like it did when Kenny died or Mr. Garrison had sex change three years back. The premise of Tonsil Trouble is one of South Park's most ludicrous ideas, that Cartman, while having a tonsillectomy, accidentally receives a blood transfusion that contains AIDS. Kyle finds this all too ironic, and when Cartman finally blows a fuse, he injects Kyle with his AIDS. Then the two discover that basketball player Magic Johnson has AIDS but hasn't died. The secret being he sleeps with his cash in his room. Apparently, waving cash at AIDS will kill it. As far as South Park goes, this was a good episode. It had some funny moments. Carbon and Kyle arguing over the HIV positive line and had the same loony ideas that I find so amusing on South Park. However, it didn't stand up above any other average episode. Of course, this being the premiere episode, a lot of pressure is always on to offend to the highest level, such as the 42 utterances of the N-word in last season's opener. If you look back at some episodes, you'll find that they aren't as bad as you thought, they were just brought down by the expectations set. Hopefully, this season will get better, because if the rest of the season is like this, then South Park is finally losing its jazz. Also, tonight's episode introduced a brand new opening. I actually look forward to the montage of clips for the previous seven episodes, and this one kind of meshed everything together from the, from the past 11 seasons. Still, it always keeps those opening titles interesting. Alright, uh, next review is from SSBM Boss, who wrote, The new seasons opened with Cartman getting his tonsils out and being HIV positive because of a blood transfusion. When the school staff tell to Stan, Kyle, Kenny, and Butters that Carmen is ill, Kyle couldn't stop laughing. When Cartman saw it, he decided to give HIV to Kyle. He's injected a bit of his blood into Kyle's mouth and when he was, when he was sleeping. The funny thing is that when Kyle tried to say that Carmen gave him HIV, people think they're gay. When he learned that he was HIV positive, he got angry and decided to break all Cartman's toys. But as Cartman didn't want him to break his Xbox 360, he swore to find a solution to AIDS. A pretty funny debut. Cheers. Alright, let's go to another one. This is from I Am Not Sure. Oh, that's the username. Uh, anyway, uh, Not Sure wrote, This is a really funny episode, nearly as good as some of the amazing episodes of Season 12. There's only been one episode of season... Anyway. Carmen has a bad blood transfusion and gets AIDS. Annoyed at Kyle for laughing, he gave... Or he gave the disease to Kyle, and then they both on an unforgettable journey to find the cure to HIV. 
this a truly funny episode, and I'm not sure I'm HIV positive. You won't get that unless you watch the episode. Definitely a good watch. Not the best episode of South Park, but only one episode can be the best, and this is very good. I hope all the episode in this season is as great as this. All in all, it's a good episode, and you should watch it if you get a chance. Okay, uh, I'm going to read this most recent review, which is from Saber-Zangi, who wrote, Amazing show, amazing script writing, amazing dark humor. And I want to read this last review because this is kind of interesting. This is from Borco Bordo, and the title of his review is South Park is Over. Incredible. When this show started in 1997, I couldn't wait for each episode to air. I love the humor, the accurate metaphors, the intelligent social critics, the character interaction development. Everything was pure, fresh, progressive, and very entertaining. Let's fast forward to 2008 and the beginning of season 12. To be honest, I don't know what to say really. Over the last two seasons, I thought, come on, be patient, it's a transition period, it'll get better. Instead, it got more mindless, more brutal, less funny, less intelligent, more recycled from old topics, and most of all, more pointless. But this episode tops it all. It's not just pointless. It's kind of nothing. At all. This episode flew by. At some points, it felt very hard to even pay attention. Although South Park is a show that usually requires a lot of attention, this episode had no content whatsoever. Not even the problem, in quotes, is cool. AIDS is a fragile topic, and Magic Johnson is certainly not the answer, and money definitely not the cure. I don't know what they were thinking. I'm getting more and more disgusted by South Park than entertained or inspired. I suppose this was the last episode that I let direct my evening schedule. Or maybe I'm getting old. Whew. Wow, someone thinking that that's the end of South Park right there. Ah, uh, we got 11 more seasons to go. How about that? Um, like I said, I really, you know, I really enjoyed this episode. And it's one of those where it's like, Kai or Cartman gets his comeuppance, but it's almost at a price. And the price is Kyle gets it too. So it's kind of interesting. Kind of, kind of interesting. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. So if you have any, you know, if you want to follow the show, you can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. Or you could join the Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You type that in the search bar and boom, you're right there. And if you can't find it, it's okay. I put the link in the description of each and every episode. Well, next time around... Oh, Britney Spears is in the news. That's what they said in 2008, and that's what they're saying today in 2021. Because next time around, I'm going to be talking about Britney's new look. That is next time on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Hope you all enjoyed this episode. And I'll talk to you all next time.